spine and sprocket. The book to read is not the one that thinks for you, but the one which makes you think. A classic is a book that is never finished saying what it has to say. No two persons ever read the same book. That is part of the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are universal longings, that you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong. The roar of battle had died away, and the shout of victory mingled with the cries of the dying. Like gay-hued leaves after an autumn storm, the fallen littered the plain. The sinking sun shimmered on burnished helmets, gilt-worked mail, silver breastplates, broken swords, and the heavy, regal folds of silken standards, overthrown in pools of curdling crimson. In silent heaps lay war horses, and their steel-clad riders, flowing manes and blowing plumes stained alike in the red tide. About them and among them, like the drift of a storm, were strewn, slashed, and trampled bodies in steel caps and leather jerkins, archers and pikemen. The elephants sounded a fanfare of triumph all over the plain, and the hooves of the victors crunched in the breast of the vanquished as all the straggling, shining lines converged inward like the spokes of a glittering wheel to the spot where the last survivor still waged unequal strife. That day, Conan, king of Aquilonia, had seen the pick of his chivalry cut to pieces, smashed and hammered to bits, and swept into eternity. Hello. Hello, everyone. We are, we are, what are we doing? Are we st- oh, well, yeah, that we was a reading it. from yes. The Scarlet Citadel, one of three Conan stories we will try to get through this evening. On Spine and Sprocket. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. I'm Jeff. And we're here talking about Conan. No, not Conan. The Barbarian. I have a friend from India who's pronounced it Conan. <laughs> No, that's my friend that I play tennis oh, with. Oh, that's Mike's friend. But it's spelled differently, right? <laughs> yes, it is. K-A-N. You have to say Conan. You have to say Conan. So I think it's Conan. We're all going with Conan. Yeah. And I think the oh, movie, Conan. all the film verges. Conan. 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 I like Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had a friend back in the 80s who was determined that it was Conan. He said it's no. really phonetically it's Conan, and this was back in the days before there were any movies or anything. So, or the internet. So how could you? And there refute was no him? internet. Yeah, right. you couldn't. Even, you couldn't. Yeah. So and he had all the magazines. So I figured <laughs> he knew. Well, just, just, why don't they have official pronunciation guides with yeah, all these kind should. of books? They should because technically the Zamorians in the south, the southern part of Hyboria, pronounce it Conan, I, but more in the northern part where the Sumerians. Would pronounce it Conan. Oh, I so. pronounce it Hyboria. Uh, Hyboria. Hi- oh, it's Hyboria? Oh, I thought it was Hyboria. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> How would Arnold say his name? I'm not sure. He couldn't pronounce it. Yeah, he probably, probably, probably oh, yeah. not. 
We're not doing the movie right now. No. We will be doing the movie next yeah. show, we think. Yes. Conan the Destroyer. And he did, too. But we'll talk about that. All right, so we read three stories, didn't we? And um, we thought we'd do the Scarlet Citadel Yeah, first. first, Which opens with that battle scene, uh, that description of the battle. I loved this story. This has got to be my favorite Conan story. Well, of the three we read, definitely. But okay. of, of all the ones we've read so far, this one just lit me up from, from beginning to end. I just thought the, the language was so amazing. And just the way he evoked the sense, the size of the battle and the, <laughs> the clashing of the armies and the devastation. And, oh, man, I mean, it's just line after line after line is just beautiful. Yeah, just like you heard in that opening. Yeah. Very true. In my experience, was this conjured up the opening of several Conan or Conan comic books of Savage Sword. Mm. Opening tableau, double page spread. Tableau or tableau? Yeah, I knew that Tab- was coming. Tableau. Tableau. <laughs> opening of like usually a double page spread. Yeah. And all these bodies with... Arms half risen out of the heap of bodies, and the swords and the vultures are circling. Right. So often, that has been the opening of a story. Um, Or it's just made such an impression on me. I I, I don't know. No, I think that, I kind of remember that too. It's kind of a classic way to open a Conan story. It's after a battle. After a battle. After a battle, yeah. Right. right It's over, and there's all the detritus. 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 Well, at least we have big words. We on do. This show. We got we got a boatload of them. <laughs> Just don't know how to pronounce them. <laughs> Flotsam and jetsam. Yeah, except it wasn't on the water. So, um, yeah, Jeff. That, that, yeah, so I love that opening to that for sure. And you know, and the dialogue. And I, I read this electronically. I read this on Google Play, and which I really love because I can highlight things for one, but other I can. Uh, highlight words that I don't know, you know, and it gives me the definitions. There were quite a few words. There's a lot of words. There's a lot of words here that, that I had to look know, up. That I didn't know, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, I knew most of them. Did you? But I have a really good vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really good. <laughs> Which it's ones like, did you look up? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, well, penurious. Oh, uh, you got me there. Was that the pinions, the flying, the flags? Um, I actually don't remember now. <laughs> It's it. The line is: uh, His captains had fallen like ripe grain before the Cimmerian's broadsword, and Strabonus, penurious of his knights as of his coins, was frothing with fury. Yep, I do not know. Penurious. No, I don't know that one. Yeah. So after this battle, Conan still stands. Yes, and and Strabonus says, you know, they're afraid of him. Conan's the last one alive. Yeah, he's killed so many before him. And Strabonus says, you know. We're going to have a hard time taking him. By Ishtar, his heel is on the necks of my finest swordsmen. Oh. He, he can't just say he died. He died. They all died. No, he doesn't write like that. He doesn't. <laughs> he, he's, he's amazing. How do you spell Penarius? Uh, P-E-N-U-R-I-O-U-S. But then the wizard there, there's, there's three main bad guys in this. There's Strabonus, and then... Um, <laughs> Sotha? Sotha, yeah, who's the head wizard. 
and then Alarmra. Oh, no, I can't remember. I'll find it in here, but, but yeah, you know that the, they're together, united against Conan. Yeah, they had kind of lured him into. They tr- double crossed him and lured him into a, an ambush, mm-hmm. and with Conan with his five thousand knights, um, who all so, died, all died under this uh, the host of thirty thousand that they had against him. But uh, you know, when I read some of this old kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, pulp fiction. I can tell from the language that it's older writing. Uh, but most of the time with Howard, I can't, because the writing, I think, is so good. Except for this line. For some reason, this line by Sotha stuck out for me. He says, Have you not learned by this time that my brain is mightier than any sword? And that just stuck out to me like it was a balloon out of a cartoon, out of a comic <laughs> book, you know? <laughs> Yes. I, I don't know. I there was just something, something Another yeah. word something for brain. It. My but, wisdom is mightier yeah. than any sword. Or, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and of course the pen is mightier than the sword. So, yes. so maybe it's too much of a modern illusion. Uh, maybe. But remember, I think Coward, did he believe that he was dictated this stuff by by King Conan? Did he really? Really? I, be- oh, I didn't know we that. Better double, I've read that multiple places. Well, let's not check on that. The, let's just put that out go there with as that. fact. <laughs> That he felt he was in a trance when he wrote these stories. Wow. And it just came to him like he was being dictated. Wow. Yeah, that, that is no, amazing. I didn't realize that. And I think the writing style, just to me, it's very transporting to a yeah. Hyborian age or a different age. Yeah. For me. But you're right, the brain and the sword line would not do that. Yeah, that was that was the only part with, that I thought, eh, that doesn't really quite fit. But everything else was perfect. Um, as I went along here, I highlighted certain sections that just stood out for me. And for a while, I was just highlighting everything. everything. Just like every yeah. paragraph. Yeah. 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 Well, in the battle, then, Sotha, soon after the line Jeff read us, uh, does come up and manage to touch Conan's arm, and he falls by magic, and he's captured. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and they, he's captured by, uh, what's his name again? So, Sotha. Sotha. Sotha uh, goes up to him and just touches him, and he falls. Oh, but it was not magic. I'm... It was not magic. And Conan is afraid of this guy because he's a wizard. But he did this first thing. It wasn't magic. It was just poison. It was the steeped in the... He hit him with a ring with a, a pin prick. Yeah. Uh, it is steeped in the juice of the purple lotus, which grows in the ghost-haunted swamps of southern Stygia. Yeah, said the magician. Also in Mike's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Did you bring some of the purple lotus, Mike? The I like the up. black lotus myself. The roundup yeah. wasn't doing anything to that. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so they capture him, and hey. they take him off in chains. Uh, he's laying in the bottom of their chariot. Chariot brought into town, still um, paralyzed. Brought into town and immediately taken to the dungeon. And what a dungeon. In the Citadel. Yeah. And that is part two. When he comes to, yes. He's chained up, is that correct? Yes. He's changed and they and they take chained and they take him down to the dungeon, which is a horrible sounding thing. A brass door. The brass door led to a narrow stair that seemed to wind down into the very bowels of the hill on which the citadel stood. Down these stairs went the band, 
not that kind of band, <laughs> to halt. And, and then there's another iron door. And, I mean, they just had door after door. In which they're trying to get Conan to join them? Or they still want to cut a deal, right? No, I don't. Oh, I th- yes, they did. Yeah. They said, look, we'll let you go. We'll give you a bunch of money. And you can head off and uh, don't bother us anymore. And he said... Or to be a traitor. Yeah. 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 And he, of course, refused. They leave him there. Yeah, so they chain him up. They chain him to the wall. So he's down in this dungeon. There's horrible... Two big doors, one of which can only be opened from the outside. There's a gate that only can be opened from the outside. They chain him up with big chains and chain him to the wall. So he's stuck there. But they stick a, a torch in the wall. So at least he can see a little bit, but he can only see a few feet around him. Yeah, and he is king at this point in his life. Yeah. The the stories, the Howard stories jump from part to part. Like he's a freebooter, he's a pirate, he's the king. And they, I know, I remember in Savage Sword, they would often come up with this like a probable outline of Conan's career, trying to place all the real stories into order. Yeah. It's a Conan chronology. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there was some debate, of course, as to, you know, someone else had a different version of what the chronology might be and guessing at how old he was during each adventure and so on. But he tests these chains. Yeah, and, and he's alone in the dungeon, right? Yes. No. Except for a large... That's right. ...snake. <laughs> the Sumerian was frozen by a soft, rustling sound, blood freezing in its implication. He tensed in an attitude of listening, painful in its, in its intensity. An icy hand stroked his spine. It was the unmistakable sound of pliant scales slithering softly over stone. Cold sweat beaded his skin as beyond the ring of dim light he saw a vague and colossal form, awful even its in its indistinctness. Ooh. And it's a big snake. It reared upright, yeah. swaying slightly. Yeah. Rigid. Uh, oh, and I, I loved this. Um Conan remained motionless, since reason might have told him, since he was doomed anyway. He didn't want to goad the snake into striking and get it over with. He, so he was standing very still. He said it was a blind, black instinct of self-preservation that held him rigid as a statue blasted out of iron. And wow. Ven- and the venom drips <laughs> on him there. I mean, just his... It's good writing. That's oh, really good writing. writing. Yeah. When I yeah. first got into the comics right and i was a young teacher i was still single and i started to grab the books and i was reading the books and my language arts teacher friend was like oh what are you reading and i was like uh conan robert howard stuff kind of shamefully he was like oh you know i have i have to read that stuff i hear that he's an excellent writer yeah and that was from the language arts teacher. Yeah. So then I had a little more pride in my yeah. Conan you know, interest. <laughs> it's Conan literature. It's not Conan. It really uh, is, yeah. It, it really is, though, yeah. It's, uh, it's such good writing. So the snake uh, moves off. Yeah, it heard something or something suddenly turns. Oh, the clanging. Something clanged. And the serpent, suspicious, whipped about with a quickness incredible for its bulk and vanished with a long drawn slithering down the corridor and the door flung open and then incoming was Amra 
which was a lucky break. I mean, I was pretty worried about Conan here. I mean, he's in this ter terrible dungeon, and he cannot break free of his chains, and what's he going to do? How's he going to get out of he's this He's lost 5,000 knights already. Yeah, right, he's having a bad day. <laughs> he's having a bad day, <laughs> yeah. It's time for a break, but somebody comes in to visit him. Amra. And it, oh, no, not Amra. Um, it, first, it sounds good. Yeah. This guy comes in. He calls Conan Amra, which means the lion. Uh-huh. He knows who he is. Because he was a Kushite, and uh, so they know him when he was back with the Kushites. Yeah. And Kush. And Kush, apparently Kush. Conan uh, did some deeds. He was a Kushite king or something or uh, some royalty, he and his brother. And he doesn't just free him, though. No. He's there to kill Conan. Or ask him to pay for his own yeah. life. Yeah, at first he asks, he, he says, uh, you know, what will you give me if I spare you, Conan? And Conan says, 10,000 gold lunas, which I, we'll assume that that's a lot of money. I don't know what the exchange rate is. <laughs> so, at the time. <laughs> I think it's like uh, five bitcoins now. <laughs> that, tells that is, you anything. That is yeah, a lot. Yeah, 10,000 lunas. <laughs> But the guy says, nope, nope, that's not enough. It's got to be more than that. And Conan says, 15,000 in a palace. And the guy says, nope, nope, give me more. We he, want more. Yeah, he killed his brother when they yeah. attacked his yeah. town or city. Yes. And so he's the guy is obviously uh, goofing with, with Conan, taunting him. And he's getting ready to slay Conan. When and just in the nick of time. Thwack. Yeah. The snake strikes. Yeah, which was nasty. <laughs> that was nasty. At that instant, the titanic shadow behind him darted down and out, and the wedge-shaped head smote with an impact that re-echoed down the tunnels. Not a sound came from the thick, blubbery lips that flew wide in fleeing agony. Conan saw the life go out of the eyes, so, you know, so the snake gets him just in time, which was... You know, that's a little bit contrived, but uh, I I gave it a pass because I wanted Conan to get out of this jam. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I thought you it was know, cool. It was very good timing. And he took, I mean, he took that body and that snake crunched him up really good. You know, splintered his bones. He was talking about that, uh, um, you know, and just kind of left him a... But it leaves him for dead. It doesn't swallow him because Conan gets the keys from it, the body. Well, the, the, right? the, when the snake struck... He dropped the keys and his sword. Oh, okay. This guy. And he gets the key. Uh, yes. He's so he, out. He, he takes off his shoes. Did and, he? And picks up the keys with his toes, which oh, I thought was right. a, mm. very clever. A dainty little thing for him to be doing. <laughs> they don't put that in the movie because Arnold has ugly feet, I hear. <laughs> uh, so he does get the keys, yeah. And, uh, and the sword, and he... And he's got a torch there, so he heads off uh, looking for a way out. And he heads down the corridors because he can't get out the door because the door can only be open from the outside. Mm. Made me wonder, though, how is this guy going to get out? This guy that came to kill Conan. Well, I'm going to say Conan. Conan, how is he going to get out? I don't know. Ah, plot hole. Well, he probably knew the way around better than Conan does. But he gets into this, right, his, his torch goes out. And then it gets pretty spooky. And it sounded like this. 
He located the tunnel by which he had left the main corridor, and even as he started toward it, his torch flame flickered wildly as if blown upon by unseen lips. Again he felt a presence, and he lifted his torch, glaring about. He saw nothing, yet he sensed, somehow, an invisible, bodiless thing that hovered in the air, dripping slimily and mouthing obscenities that he could not hear, but was in some instinctive way aware of. He swung viciously with his sword, and it felt as if he were cleaving cobwebs. A cold horror shook him then, and he fled down the tunnel, feeling a foul, burning breath on his naked back as he ran. But when he came out into the broad corridor, he was no longer aware of any presence, visible or invisible. Down it he went, momentarily expecting fanged and taloned fiends to leap at him from the darkness. The tunnels were not silent from the bowels of the earth. In all directions came sounds that did not belong in a sane world. There were titterings, squeals of demonic mirth, long shuddering howls. once the unmistakable squalling laughter of a hyena ended awfully in human words shrieking blasphemy. He heard the pad of stealthy feet and in the mouths of the tunnels caught glimpses of shadowy forms, monstrous and abnormal in outline. It was as if he had wandered into hell, a hell of Sothalentes making, but the shadowy things did not come into the great corridor, though he distinctly heard the greedy sucking in of slavering lips and felt the burning glare of hungry eyes. And presently he knew why. A slithering sound behind him electrified him, and he leaped to the darkness of a nearby tunnel, shaking out his torch. Down the corridor he heard a great serpent crawling, sluggish from its recent grisly meal. From his very side, something whimpered in fear and slunk away in the darkness. Evidently, the main corridor was the great snake's hunting ground, and the other monsters gave it room. And so then, after all that spookiness, uh, he comes to the guy who's a man tied into the vine? Yes. And that is that the Black Lotus? crimson blossom and basically this plant has taken this man and kept him in some kind of suspended animation somewhere before this though he kills the jailer okay remember the jailer comes to i don't know if the jailer comes to check on him and conan splits his guts open through and then it's through the gate okay and the guy collapses just on the other side of the gate but Conan still can't get out because the door has to be open from the other side where the gatekeeper was. Mm. And, of course, the gatekeeper can't let him out now because he's dead. <laughs> so he's going back through the corridors. Convenient. Yeah. He's going back okay. through the corridors, making his way around, and he comes upon that the guy that's uh, entwined in the vines. And that, and he turns him loose. He cuts the vine and turns yes. him loose, and it Cut turns out to be... the stem with a single stroke. And that turns out to be um, Donald Trump. No. (laughs) Somebody. No, that turned out to be uh, the wizard. Well, not Sotho. Not not the good wizard. A good wizard. Yeah, good wizard, yeah. Yeah. Well, an enemy of Sotho's. So an enemy of Conan's enemy is his friend, I guess, by that. And he doesn't know. He's like, what year is this? And they say, oh, it's been... 
10 years that he's been in the plant. Yeah. In the dungeon. So he's beholden to Conan for letting him, for helping him get away. And uh, they kind of agree that they would work together a little bit and get out of there. Yeah. Peleus, the sorcerer. Right. So they make their way back to the uh, to the gate, and Conan says, you know, there's, we can't get out because you got to open this door from the other side. And Peleus says, I can handle this. An icy trickle disturbed Conan's spine, and he wondered if, after all, Peleus were a man or merely another demon of the pits in a mask of humanity. He contemplated the advisability of driving his sword through his companion's back without further hesitation. But while he pondered, they came to the steel grill etched blackly in the torches beyond, and the body of Shukeli still slumped against the bars in a curdled welter of crimson. Peleus laughed, and his laugh was not pleasant to hear. <laughs> By the ivory hips of Ishtar, who is our doorman? Lo, it is no less than the noble Shukeli who hanged my young men by their feet and skinned them with squeals of laughter. Do you sleep, Shukeli? Why do you lie so stiffly, with your fat belly sunken like a dressed pig's? He is dead, muttered Conan, ill at ease to hear these wild words. Dead or alive, he shall open the door for us. He clapped his hands sharply and cried, Rise, Shukeli, rise from hell and rise from the bloody floor and open the door for your masters. Rise, I say! An awful groan reverberated through the vaults. Conan's hair stood on end and he felt a clammy sweat bead his hide. For the body of Shukeli stirred and moved with infantile gropings of the fat hands. The laughter of Peleus was merciless as a flint hatchet and the form of the eunuch reeled upright, clutching at the bars of the grill. Conan, glaring at him, felt his blood turn to ice and the marrow of his bones to water. For Shukeli's wide-open eyes were glassy and empty, and from the great gash in his belly his entrails hung limply to the floor. The eunuch's feet stumbled among his entrails as he worked the bolt, moving like a brainless automaton. When he had first stirred, Conan had thought that by some incredible chance the eunuch was alive, but the man was dead, and had been dead for hours. Peleus sauntered through the opened grill, and Conan crowded through behind him, sweat pouring from his body, shrinking away from the awful shape that slumped on sagging legs against the grate it held open. Peleus passed on without a backward glance, and Conan followed him in the grip of nightmare and nausea. He had not taken half a dozen strides when a sodden thud. Shukeli's corpse lay limply at the foot of the grill. And he reanimates the jailer for a a couple of minutes, and the jailer kind of, even though his guts are laying all over the floor, he manages to get up and... How cool is that? So cool. You know... Jerkily get the door open. I mean... This is a great story. And then he just collapses again. You got the snake. You got him biting the guy who's going to free Conan, but not free him. 
And you got this guy tied up in the vine. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. And he's free. And then then you got this him animating the body. Can't be that with a <laughs> yeah, stick. No, really. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's stuff. creepy stuff. I mean, Howard's ability to describe this stuff is just, it makes it so. Yeah, it's really amazing. And you want to know more. You always want to know. Yeah. When, he, when he talks about, and it's the horrible stuff you want to know more about. Let's see, he took these 10 guys, he hung them by their feet and flayed them alive. <laughs> Can we know more? <laughs> Could we see that? I mean, that's pretty horrible, but I would like to see that. And in the next couple of paragraphs, he spelled the word surprise with a Z. Is that a typo in my book? or? Yeah, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Where, where, what paragraph? What, how does it start? Right after the part you read, Jeff, oh, okay. Conan glanced through the arched golden-silled window that led out upon the balcony and swore in surprise. Yeah, no, there's a Z. Oh, yeah, there's a Z. Yeah. Dark blue yeah. star flecked sky. Yeah. There's an electronic Z also. Yeah. I can see it on my tablet. Yeah. Oh, and you're. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're consistent. Yeah. So Conan and, and Peleus are back in the main part of the palace now, out of the dungeon. There's nobody there because they've all gone off to conquer. Col- Conan's kingdom, right? To conquer Conan's kingdom, right. Yeah, and he sees them in a in a crystal ball or something. Yeah. Right? Besieging. And Conan knows he has to get back there. You know, they've got a couple of days head start. There's no way I can get there on time. So Peleus says, I've got a way for you to get there. And he conjures this flying creature. Yeah. Which is a like a dragon, I guess we could say. I mean, well, it didn't breathe fire. Or anything. The artwork that I have, I love the illustrations. No, I didn't get that. And I'm reading the the coming of Conan the Sumerian by Del Rey. All the bo- all the stories together in one book with great little illustrations. Quite frankly, I actually have that picture in a different part of my book. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so Conan jumps on and takes flight. And it says the, the streets of Tamar swarmed with howling mobs, shaking fists and rusty pikes. It was the hour before dawn of the second day after the Battle of Shamu and the events that had occurred so quif- quickly as to daze the mind. Shamu, wasn't he a killer whale? He was. The Battle of Shamu. Just wondering about that. <laughs> For people our age. Yeah, sometimes uh, in these stories, I do find myself getting a little bit lost in some of the talks about Names. the different battles, the different countries, the yeah. different kings, and yeah. stuff like that. And I don't let it slow me down, though. I just kind of plow through. But if I was a careful reader, I would be writing all these out. And in Game of Thrones, them on there's, the there's detailed maps of everything, and which so, is very helpful. Some, sometimes helps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I read all those comics, Savage Sword, three hundred issues of it. I think. 300? I think 200 plus. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I quit reading at one point and then got back into comics and, and went back and bought, like, 50 issues to kind of finish out the wow. the run. How many are, are... Are they all Conan? Yeah, all of them. Savage Sword of Conan. Now, they also run stories of Red Sonja, of the Puritan Vampire Slayer, Monster Slayer. Hmm. It's not Citizen Kane. Solomon Cain. Oh, okay. Solomon Cain. <laughs> he's a Puritan oh, okay. uh, slayer of witches and devils and things. And I think Howard wrote those. 
Yeah. I, I think, how yeah. many of the comics did Howard? Oh, not not no right not, not no, many of them. Yeah, a lot of invented stories. Yeah, okay. lots of invented stories. Finally, okay. and Howard L. Sprague or someone's named Sprague, Sprague de Camp, something like this. Sprague de Camp. Howard Sprague was on more. Andy Griffith. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he was the account Mayberry's accountant. Yeah, yeah. Sprague L. Sprague de Camp wrote a bunch of stories. Wrote a bunch of more. Lynn yeah. Carter, I think, wrote some stories. Tried to fill in, and then there's all this debate. I remember reading in Savage Sword. They'll have a few articles too. About it, so well we'll get to this issue in a minute. But yeah, and then they'll do a lot of stories of um, the Pict, the Pictish king, in against the Romans kind of stuff. Oh, which Bran MacMorn, hmm, Bran MacMorn, which were cool. Huh. I like those a lot too. Yeah, don't know yeah. those. Don't know those at all. Yeah. So Prince Arpella had come before the council, and announced himself ready to take over the government of the city until they could get a new king. Conan had no son. They debated. Right. Yeah, there's a lot going on in just the couple of days that Conan has been gone from his kingdom. And he's been, everybody thinks he's dead. So there's a lot of uprising. And Yeah, Arpello proclaimed himself king yeah. instead. Tresero was reluctant to drop the order. Common people were not perturbed by the fate of the merchants. But they began to murmur when they found out the swaggering... Pelian soldieries pertaining to maintain order were as bad as the Turanian bandits. So, yeah, there's all this stuff going yeah. down. Again, and there's where a lot of the names you'd get a little lost with. But, I, yes. Oh, I was going to say reading the comics for all those years, they often have big maps of the whole Oh, oh they do. Region. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, and articles yeah. about the regions and stuff yeah. like that to fill in the, the Savage Sword. And plus you can see the what the person looks like to help. You know, with the name thing. Yeah, so, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, in the comics, yeah. yeah. But so we, then, know, we know basically the the bad guys at the beginning of the story are now marching on Conan's old kingdom, former kingdom, in an attempt to take it over. And then who was Arpello? Arpello is king? Yeah, Arpello was taking over as king. He wasn't one of the bad guys, though. No. No, but the bad guys are outside the gates. There's all this stuff going inside the gates. A lot of bad stuff happening inside, too. Yeah. They need Conan. Yeah, they do. The land without a king. Yeah. Right, so they're still battering into part five? Is that where you guys are heading to? Yes, right. The attackers, are they going Oliphants? And I thought Oliphants was only Tolkien. Yeah, actually, an Oliphant is a horn. Oh, the elephant sounded. The steel-clad ranks drew up on... I thought it was the big elephant elephants blowing their trumpets. But actually, it's a a horn made out of horn, I think. Like made out of tusk or something. And then I didn't highlight anything through the end here. Did anyone else? Uh, It's a big fighting, uh, ranks closing. Yeah, I liked liked the way Uh, they described the, uh, the siege engines, you know, crashing through and... Lobbing huge boulders and and trees over the walls of the city, and I came on a bunch of words that I didn't know here. I'm noticing that Amalrus Amalrus goes down. He was one of the three. And I kind of remember Prospero. I remember Tresero. I remember these guys from the comic books. Right, and these guys were in the first but stories that we read. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah, I think they've been around a bit. Yeah. Um. But then, and things are not looking good. For everybody inside the city, they're starting to... Didn't you know, Conan land on the tower with the flying animal? He came in and he landed on the tower and his and his host of soldiers was hard on his heels coming over the hill. 
uh, he'd managed to round he, up. Yeah, he recruited some guys on the way in, right? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. They wreaked havoc. It's almost like this description of all the battles kind of went, seemed to go a little bit quick for me, but these guys went that way, destroyed this, these armies clashed, this happened there, almost like a newspaper narrative of the story yeah. instead of a right you know, I think we lose some of, some of the good writing. But you had found, what kind of words, Jeff? Drunkenly? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no, we know what that means. <laughs> Crumpled <laughs> drunkenly. Is that the part of you at the end? Yeah. <laughs> so he meets the wizard in the big finale. And he's throwing magic at him. Is he throwing magic at him? Well, no. He's throwing globes that burst with a flash of hellish fire. Yeah. Mm. So it's chemical weapons. <laughs> chemical warfare. It's, it's basically chemical warfare. And Conan manages to duck and then shoof, off with his head. Yeah. Conan's sword sheared through his lean neck. <laughs> the wizard's head shot from his shoulders. <laughs> That's just good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so words like, uh, on the landward side... Mangonels, rained boulders, and tree trunks. Oh, 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 oh. those are a, a type of a siege like a weapon that can trebuchet flip. or something. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yes, go, Dave. And then there was because uh, we're because we're miniature war gamers. Now <laughs> down out of these hills, like spe- sorry, spewed vomit. It means to like <laughs> down out of these hills, like spume blown before a storm. Shot the Safis, Safis, who had been lying waste the countryside. Hmm. Or, well, Safis had to be a people. Spahi. Spahi. A member of the Turkish yeah. Irregular yes. Cavalry. I, I knew, you know, oh, wow. Again, you, don't you know that from miniature gaming? Spahi? Yeah. No, I, I never heard of that one. Yeah, they yeah. were a part of the army. Because I looked through, all, I used to look through all those army lists when I was yeah. first getting into miniature wargaming. And I would just read all the, like, they can have these Peloponnesian it, slingers and have these yeah. Armenian. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at all this stuff, you know. I didn't quite know where they came from, but... Harlots and red kirtles. Oh, women of the night, harlots. We know what harlots are, but kirtles is a woman's gown or outer petticoat. Nope, hmm. didn't know that. And then, meanwhile, the opposing host had debouched onto the plane. <laughs> it's yeah, just not appropriate yeah. to say. <laughs> I didn't know what that That's was. That's emerge from a confined space onto a wide open area. I did not know Jeez, that. Debouched. I got your debouche. Yeah, got your debouche right here. Here's the, the last paragraph. Mm-hmm. A moraine on these wizardly feuds. What's a moraine? I do not yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. That's because a hideous thing came to pass. The headless body reared up from the sand, staggered away in awful flight on stiffening legs. Again, Jeff, this must have really, you wanted more there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Hands blindly outstretched toward the dot, speeding and dwindling in the dusky sky. That, that would be the bird came down and took the head. Yeah. And then the body got up and ran and toward, ran the, toward head. the head. Yeah. Ran off toward the head. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. A moraine, oh, here, Mike, a moraine yeah. is a red water fever or similar infectious disease affecting cattle or other animals. Okay. A plague epidemic or a crop plague. blight. Okay. A plague on these wizardly yeah. feuds. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Conan says, what I would not give for a flagon of wine. And then I turned the page, you know, for the next, and it was like, oh, the story's over. Yep. They do kind of end quickly, the stories. You think? Yeah. Yeah, there's no, um, there's, there's no like, 
And he ended up back at his castle, and right. all his women were yeah, there, no. and everyone was happy, and right. they came no. ever after. It's just this headless <laughs> body chasing yeah. the head off. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts a curse on this crazy, yeah. zany stuff. Yeah. Great story. Queen of the Black Coast. Yeah. This one I didn't dig as much. Oh, I got like into one? it. Oh, I like that Did one. you? I got into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I liked the beginning part. He jumps on the boat. He's okay. Queen of the Black Coast. Again, it's an opening that's like you're half. We're halfway through an action sequence. That's yeah. when Howard picks it up. Yeah, Conan. And he's one writing. of the. He's a pirate, or he's well, not yet. He's he's riding. Oh, he's he's yeah. That's away right. from trouble. Yeah. Leaps on the boat. Yeah. And he says, "Take me out of here to to the captain. Get me out of here. Let's go. <laughs> that's we're bound right. for the coast of Kush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, he had been in some altercation." Where uh, he needs defending to, the honor of a young woman, and needs to leave quickly. Yeah, yeah. Push off, I tell you, and so off they go, and he becomes and very quickly befriends the captain. The captain said, "You know, we're not we're not enemies. If you want to ride with us and right. pirate with us, you mm-hmm. could do that. We always mm-hmm. need a strong sword." And the master shipman's name was Captain Bly Tito. Oh, Tito. Oh, Tito. That's Tito. right, Tito. I, th- He's I, from I was Yugoslavia, Tito. and he makes his own vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they start going up and down the coast doing the things that they do in their mm-hmm. Corsair. In the Argus. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking Argonauts. Right. Is the Argus a ship from Greek mythology? Argus. Mm. I don't know. Not sure about that. But they have a poop deck. Jason and the Argonauts, <laughs> happy and we're singing and we're on the... They come come up to the poop deck and we'll have a tankard of ale. I just like poop deck. <laughs> but then they encounter meaner pirates, right? Belit. They do. Or yeah. how do you how do you pronounce yeah. it? Belit? Jeff? Belit? Uh, belit, yeah. Okay, I was saying belit, but yeah. I don't really know. I think we agree on it that. It could be belit. Yeah, I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. It's got some kind of accent over the E. Yeah. Mm. Might be belit. Belit. But anyway, Tito's like, oh boy, we got to get out of here. Look at this. There's a bunch of black people coming with a white lady in charge. Yeah. Firing arrows. Yeah, they had a nice battle of uh, arrows back and forth. Conan's taking some people out because he trained with the Hyrcanians. Yeah. Back when he was on another adventure. He kind of just goes from thing to thing, though. (laughs) He does. It's kind of like playing D&D. He jumps on the boat, and he's friends with them, and they go off and they do stuff. And then he's defending with them, and all those guys get killed. So he hops over to the other side. So he hops over to the other side, and she's a nice-looking she lady. Falls, so he falls for him. Yeah. yeah, you would. He likes her. With those thews. <laughs> well, not only that, but her, her golden... No, he has his thews. Oh, he's got he thews. thews yeah. She has golden... Orbs. You know, orbs. Yeah, I'm like, Jeff's going to want to read this out loud when we get to that part. She tore off her ornaments, her sandals, and her silken girdle. We're not there yet. Well, yeah, I guess we are. So, go ahead. She tore off her girdle, which is a lot different from the kind of girdles that we had when I was young. Yeah. My book is illustrated. Yeah. Do not let your children see this part, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's from the back, though. She throws off her clothing. And says... Cast them at his feet. Be my king or something. Did anyone highlight what she says? Well, what she says was she wants to dance. 
And then she starts, oh, she danced. You know, my wife always, we go out to parties and so she wants to dance. And I'm, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you go to weddings. Come on, dance with me. No. Yeah. Oh, my Guys gosh. don't like to dance. Women. <laughs> but she says she, you know, she danced like a spin of a desert wind. You know, she took off all her clothes and then she's dancing around the deck of the ship. And I'm trying to think, this looks weird to me. This would make a weird movie. <laughs> A minute ago, she was trying to kill him, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. he and the other ship? Yeah. 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 Well, she recognizes a quality man when she sees one. Well, she liked his big thews. sword. His thews. <laughs> his thews. <laughs> yeah, his thews. So, yeah, I suppose, but you know. You know what they say like, about a man with big thews. Is that why they call it fantasy literature? I guess maybe so. So now, believe, but she seems cool. She's definitely a cool lady. Uh, sailing the Tigris is the name of the ship in mm. section 2 and the Queen of the Black Coast my lover I believe there's a city somewhere on that river I've heard tales of giant towers and walls glimpsed afar off by sailors who dared go part way up the river we fear nothing Conan let us go and sack that city he's up for it right yep Yeah. he agreed it's a yeah, next sure. sentence yeah. Conan agreed yeah. <laughs> shortest sentence in the whole book yeah, yeah. And so... Didn't seem like a good idea to me. They only had 80 no, people on yeah, the boat. Yeah, yeah. That didn't you seem like You kind of felt enough. like something bad was going to happen, yeah. yeah. Like there will only be one person walking out of that jungle. And sure enough. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again, talking about riding here. Rising above the black denseness of the trees and above the waving fronds, the moon silvered the river and their wake became a rippling scintillation of phosphorescent bubbles that widened like a shining road of bursting jewels. The oars dipped into the shining water and came up sheathed in frosty silver. The plumes on the warrior's headpieces nodded in the wind, and the gems on the sword hilts and harness sparkled frostily. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and it goes on. I would have just said the light was twinkling <laughs> on the water and it was purdy. <laughs> it was real purdy. <laughs> Mystery and terror are about us, Conan, and we glide into the realm of horror and death. Are you afraid? Well, a little bit. <laughs> I am not afraid either, said he. Oh, wait, a shrug of his mailed shoulders was his only answer. Yeah, he's not a big talker. She no. says, I'm not afraid either. Do you fear the gods? And then they have this philosophical conversation about God. Yeah, I fell asleep through that, some of that. <laughs> I did. I thought it got a little long. Got a little windy, the philosophizing yeah, it got, it, it got a little windy. It did. I don't know. Maybe it was because I read this. Oh, see, I loved it. I read this story right after the first one in one sitting. Oh. And maybe it was too much. I should have Could be. taken a break. He's not a king at this point. He's just a... He's just a guy, yeah. Just a guy, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. But she's talking about life beyond death. She's talking about, you know, Valhalla, Krom's realm of ice and cloud. Um, the gods are real, she said, and above all are the gods of the Shemites. So she has a whole hierarchy of gods, mm. apparently. But he's only got Krom, right? Yes. Yeah. He says, there is life beyond death, I know, and I know this too, Conan of Sumeria, oh, she says, Conan of Samaria, and she rose lightly to her knees and caught him in a pantherish embrace. My love is stronger than any death. I have lain in your arms, oh, panting the... with the violence of your love. Is this the foreshadowing? 
Yes. Okay. And then, if you remember the movie we did last time, she says, Whether my spirit floated with the purple sails of the crystal sea or writhed in the molten flames of hell, I am yours, and all the gods and all their eternities shall not sever us. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first Conan film? Uh, I do, but I don't remember that. The girl was not Red Sonia. She, who was she? Uh, Sandra. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't Belit. No. No. And But here's exactly where... So those Conan movies are not actually any of these stories made into films. I no. would like to see these short stories made into some film vignettes oh, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But the first movie had a lot of real Conan stuff. It had the snake. Yeah. 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 Okay, but it's got but it's got that other guy, right? The serpent people, which are from other stories. Right. Stygia, right. more Stygia is all the weird snake people. Yeah. And but here they took this part and put it into the Right. Right. That story. So So then what happens? They're stepping out into the village, they see a giant ape bat thing. Isn't this where she says that he, she's going to even after death can't keep them yeah. Yeah, I am yours, and all the gods and attorneys shall not sever us. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Were I still in death and fighting for life, you, I would come back from the abyss. Yeah, to if aid I were you. dead, yeah, I would come back, yeah. Yeah. So they're in this temple of the old ones, right? They find the giant slabby thing. Is this a, 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 a giant concrete coffin or something? They're going to turn it, they're going to move it, right? And get the gold under there? Right. Right, and so she says, "Hey guys, come up here, help lift this." They try to lift it. I noticed he, he wrote, um, the, "the the handholds were strangely not like for human hands." Mm. Like, what a nice yeah. touch! Right? Yeah, really. And so then they ends up turning, and she cries at the last minute. Oh, there's a snake in the grass over here, and Conan runs over to save her, and the tower collapses on all the guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. turning yeah. the thing. She knew that was going to happen. She suspected it. I don't think that was very nice of her. No. A lot of the uh, incidental characters in here are like red shirts on... They're like red shirts, yeah. Exactly. Star Trek. What does yeah. that mean? Oh. Yeah. Oh. The red shirt on the away okay. mission. Yeah. It's the yeah. lowest... They didn't come back. Yeah. It's the the private. Right. Yeah, they the never army. made it back to the ship. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they see the ape creature flying by their ship coming out of it. Oh, I don't... Conan, I think something up with that. So he goes and checks, and the, the thing destroyed their fresh water mm. in their right. kegs. You're right. Yeah. So now they just have to... Well, they just drink beer? They could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they find tons and tons of golden loot. And it gets us to section three, where Conan is leading the people back. And he says, wait here. You guys go ahead. I'm going to come ahead later. And he turns off into the jungle to ambush someone coming behind them. Right. Yes. And right. he encounters his own plant viney thing. Right. Yeah, and he gets he gets uh, taken. In, I mean, he falls asleep for a while, right? Yes. He is down and out. Now, that also had red blossoms. I'm trying to remember if this is the this black lotus. And then he has this like trippy, trippy. Yeah, yeah. It was trippy. That's what I noticed about this story. And I kind of, I kind of got lost at that point. And he did this also in the the elephant tower with the uh, trippy part. 
that. Yeah, when the god, he frees, as we'll see in a second. Oh, um, right. Goes back through history. Yes. And we saw the men evolving from apes, and we saw oh, this oh, yeah. civilization yeah. fall and rise, and all through time. So that's fairly common here for Robert E. Howard, hmm. right? And he sees civilizations fall while he's out. And then a a type of creatures get destroyed. They were great, and then they fell because the waters turned black, and there was all this weird stuff going on Yeah, way back in time. And that became the flying ape creature. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was the like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the flying apes. Yeah, and I thought that was, it just seemed unnecessary to me. I didn't really get why there was all that exposition about how these flying ape creatures <laughs> evolved. I just, I didn't yeah. care. And Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. And I think it's a little true with the other story, too. And so then the ape thing comes. He thought at first to be a great black gorilla, then he saw it was a giant black man that crouched like an ape. Oh, no, this was later when... um. He 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 comes out of his stupor and he goes to find yeah. his uh, black companions from the ship, Belize yeah. pirates, and he sees that there's one guy left and he's crazy. And he mm. turns and attacks Conan and he kills him. And then, looking down the cliff, he sees the um, all the other guys had fallen off the cliff. And right. He gets to part four right. where he's sitting on top of this pyramid. Yes. Right. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah, so he's sitting up on the pyramid. So what's the deal with that? He's, he's sitting on the pyramid. Come and then the ape thing comes. He, she comes and saves him. She comes and saves him. Back from the, the dead. She comes back from the dead. Yeah, see, she's yeah. ghostly. Yeah, so Conan is sitting on top of the pyramid. He's waiting. What is he waiting for? I think he's got a good view of things, and I don't know what he's waiting for. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out. Right? Why, no, can't, I, why can't he get on the ship and head out? I guess well, he's... Where the ship at this point is... Back on the in the river, yeah, he doesn't have fresh water. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's he knows something's coming. I guess this story kind of lost me. Like I said, okay. And then there's things coming up out of the hyena creatures. Of, yes, hy- yeah. hyena creatures suddenly coming up out of the the uh, jungle, like the Jungle Cruise at Disney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he slays all them, just like they do at Disney. That's right. <laughs> Just blood everywhere. Yeah. And then he makes his way <laughs> he out. He ripped their throats out and stuff, too. Yeah. I but mean, he, with his hands on one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. And then this flying creature comes. Yeah. Right, the bat, he, he, the bat he's the, the main guy, right? The last of the ancient race. Yes. The la- Right. Right. And he But kills. he dispatches him, He too. dispatches <laughs> it, yeah. No, but he was about to die when what happened? Well, yeah. Then the the um, his girlfriend comes, shows up. Belit comes back to come back comes back from the dead. She's already dead. Yeah. Yes. She had gotten it earlier, right? Uh huh. And she saves him. Yeah. And he sheds a tear. Man, yeah, maybe not. No, probably not. Over. Yeah. yeah. But he gives her a decent burial. He does go back. Yeah, goes back to the ship. Gives her the Viking funeral. Does he get away with any gold? Or the ship sinks? I, well, yeah, we don't know. He pushes off. No, yeah. He pushes off the ship, right? And it's burning and it goes out to sea and then that's it. Right. A really short chapter there. Yeah. Two pages of a short chapter. Yeah. And so past the Queen of the Black Coast. No hand was at the sweep of the Tigris. No oars drove her through the green water. The wind blew it as it burned. We don't know, as usual. It had the romantic interest. 
and it's kind of interesting. Yeah, did you thought you liked it better? Than I did the, like it better than one? yeah, yeah. Out of the out of the three, I like the Tower of the Elephant too, though. They're all good. They're all good. <laughs> but I did like the romantic interest. That kind of like the jungle. Yeah, I liked the jungle. Yeah, I liked the bow and arrow battle between the two ships. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked that. I liked the hyenas coming up at the end. And, mm. Yeah, I would you know, say uh, fighting all these animals at once. You know, and yeah. he just is the reason for the extinction of the ancient, most ancient civilization. You know, why <laughs> yes, not? He, killed, I mean, he's, yeah. he killed the flying creature that was the last of its race. <laughs> yeah. And he can do that. Yeah. Well, who could it breed with anyway? True. <laughs> the lonely creature. Put it out of its misery. So, All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Spine and Sprocket. Yep. And we'll be we'll back get to next Tower of the episode. Elephant next. Yeah, Tower of the Elephant. Coming up in just a few short weeks. Spine and Sprocket.